from the yeehaws to the yahoos and everything in between, this podcast is for you. We're here at the 2023 year-end IBRA West Virginia South Banquet. Let's hear from the divisional winners. Hey guys, we're here with Becca Eastridge, your adult and open 1D champion for the year on her great horse, Pay Your Way to Heaven. How are you, Becca? Cold. Same. Yeah, it's snowing here. So um, so tell us a little about your season this year. Um, I mean, I guess it was pretty good, obviously. <laughs> Anything that stands out? Um, I don't know. Just kicking everybody's ass? Yeah, sometimes. And sometimes <laughs> I kick my own ass. I don't know. I didn't have a very good IBRA state show, but I had a good NBHA state show. Tell us a little about your horse. Um, she is, she was five last year, she's six now. She is a handful all the time, all the time. But she's really fun, and she's really, like, gritty, and she likes to win. <laughs> yeah, that she does, she that's for like sure. Well, tell us um, a little bit about your goals for this year. Oh, I don't know. I want to go to bigger shows and be confident at bigger shows like I am at smaller shows. Yep. And I want my horses to be in better shape than they usually are. That's one of my main goals. It's a big mental game. It's a mental game and more mental, I think, than what we realize at bigger oh, shows. Oh, yeah. It falls apart when you go somewhere else. Yeah, but it does. That's one of my goals, to be have a better mental game, I guess. Yeah. I think those are good goals. That's also some of my goals for this yeah, year. Yeah, we can help each other. So. All right, well, we won't keep you much longer, but tell us what are some of your favorite things about the IBRA? Hmm. Mainly the people that's in IBRA. That's probably my favorite thing about it is all of us can be together at horse shows doing what we like, and everybody gets along, and it's fun. It shows, Not a lot of drama. No, there's no drama. It's, I don't know. It's just a different atmosphere. So probably the people. Well, congratulations. Thanks. And thanks for the interview. <laughs> Alright guys, we are here with Crystal Browning, our 1D Masters Champion on PT Barefoot Famous. Crystal, tell us a little bit about her. Okay, Penny uh, came from um, Marty Loosenorth, I originally trained her, and she had her till she was about five, six years old, and I bought her from Bert Skimmelhorn uh, about three years ago. And um, she's always been like a 1D, 2D horse. She's, um, very hot nature, uh, but we get along great, and I just absolutely love her. I love watching Penny go in the pen. She's she's just ready to do her job, and she wants to get in there as quick as she can. <laughs> she does, and she loves her job, and that's what I love about her. She has a lot of heart. Um, she's all mare, but she has a lot of heart, and she really has a lot of try, and I, I just love this little mare. We get along great. Tell us a little bit about your season. Um, we had a great season this year. Um, we showed a lot locally, actually, because Kenny had some health issues, so um, we got to show a lot at Good Evening Ranch and some of the more local shows. Um, and she just did really great in this pin here at the ranch. So. Awesome. And tell us about your 2024 goals this year, Crystal. Um, 2024. Well, um, we're going to do some of what we did last year, um, which is we're going to show the saddle series mostly and then um we have added in some a little bit bigger shows we're going to try the virginia classic this year which i haven't been there in a long time yeah i'm, I'm really excited about that uh we are planning on going to the best of the best 
and then um, at the end of the season, we are going to go to the NBA Jamboree show. Um, again, we really enjoyed that. We got to go in 2022, and it's really a great experience. And, and Penny did fairly well down there, so yeah, we want to try that again. Those sound real, like really good goals. So, last question: Tell us what you love about the IBRA. Oh, the IBRA! Gosh, um, you know the people. Um, they give us such a, a wonderful opportunity to have you know, different rings that we can show in. And you can always count on um, these pins being safe and the ground being good. Um, the awards, this awards bank that we're at today, you know, they, you all have worked so hard to put this together. And we really, we greatly appreciate the opportunity. Well, thank you, Crystal, and congratulations. Thank you, Holly. We are here with Aiden McGrady. Him and his horse, Arrow, was the Open 2D champion and Youth 1D champion. Aiden, tell us a little bit about your horse. Um, we got him for little to nothing, and he kind of taught me, I kind of taught him, and we were pretty solid in the 4D, and then one day at 5S, he just kind of stepped it up in the 1D, and he's never looked back since. That's awesome. You don't hear that kind of fairy tale very often, so you're definitely lucky, and it's it's really awesome that you guys were able to team up in the way that you did. So tell us about your season this year. Um, I had a little bit of a rougher season than I did last year, but Arrow maxed out the points in the youth this year and stayed really consistent in the 1D youth, and then um, he also won the 2D, and he stayed really consistent in the 2D this year and Awesome. Um, so what are your 2024 goals? Um, I'm hoping to win a bunch more money to be able to buy my first vehicle next year. Um, I already have quite a bit saved up from the past couple years. Um, I'm also really hoping to qualify for the Junior Patriot this year and um, make it back to finals in Perry. Um, we're also going to try and hit up some bigger shows this year to win some money. That's pretty impressive, um, and it's really cool to hear that a horse can potentially help you buy a vehicle. We aren't only putting money into our horses, they're apparently giving it back, so that's awesome. Um, so tell us your favorite thing about the IBRA. Um, Ashley has been really good this year with letting people pick what they wanted for prizes. Um, they try and make the shows as good as possible. The state show is always fun, and um, all the shows are super good that she sanctions with. I would have to agree. Well, thank you so much, Aiden, and congratulations. Thank you. Hey, guys, we're here with Jason Heggie. He was fourth in the Open 2D on his horse, Snappy Little Cyclone. How are you, Jason? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, tell us a little bit about your season this year. Uh, well, we had a really good season. I've really not been pushing him very hard. So this year I told Heather that I was going to push him a little harder this year to see what he could do. I think he has a lot more in the tank. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. I I have uh, I gotta say, I told Holly at the beginning of the year. I said, I'm telling you, I said he's yeah. coming on. Yeah. I said I'm excited to watch this. I really did. I yeah. said I've been watching that horse all last year, and that's he's a nice horse. He is super super fun to ride, and he just he just clicks with me. Like he knows what I need out of him. And, yep, and you just run him in a snaffle, yeah. don't you? Yep, that's what I yep. thought. Yeah, he just goes in there and yep. works and. And just the more I push him, the more he gives me. Yeah, yeah, he's a super nice person. I really took my time with him. Like from the time he was a baby till now, like I just wanted an all-around horse. And yeah. he is just really the complete package. I think if you can do that, it makes a big difference. Yeah. 
and it, they stay together a lot better, yeah. I think, yeah. if you can take your time and don't have to be in a hurry. And that's kind of how I am. I say I don't have a timeline. It just, right. you know, whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. Yep. Yeah. So, um, what are some of your goals for 2024? To move out of that 2D into the 1D, <laughs> for sure. I hear you. Yeah. But really, just to, to maintain a solid horse and just to keep getting better and better each run, just to, to improve myself and improve him. Good deal. And for the last question, what is your favorite thing about IBRA? The shows. Yeah. Yeah. They put, I mean, Ashley is super, super, super good. She is. Yeah. Yeah, we agree. Yeah. So, it just, right. everything is just always together. Super good shows. And the people. I mean, everybody here is just super, super nice. Yep. It's like family. Yeah, it is. Really is. Well, congratulations, Jason, and thanks for uh, talking to us. Thank you, guys. Appreciate <laughs> it. We are here with Heather Heggie, the Masters 2D Reserve Champion on her horse, Cutie. Heather, tell us a little bit about her. Um, she is a four-year-old this, this coming year, and uh, we've raised her from a baby. Um, we've just kind of taken our time with her too. Um, she's just, a, she's out of the, our own stud that we have and uh, she's just a good horse. My little granddaughter rides her as a four-year-old. I mean, and my little granddaughter's two. Wow. So she's just a really phenomenal young horse and we're real excited about what she's going to do this year. So and I, hopefully I can put a little bit more time on her this year than I've got to in the past. So. Yeah, that's really exciting. It's it's something special to see the home grins. Yeah. So, um, tell us about your season this past year. Um, we've had a lot of downs, but we've had some good times too. Um, my horse, she's a French diva. Uh, her and I struggled a little bit this year uh, with knocking the second barrel, but we're going to do better this year. I know we are because I'm going to get more confidence in myself, and we're just going to get past that barrel. But. Um, I, th I feel like, I feel good about this year. Yeah. Good. And that leads us to our next question. Um, what are your 2024 goals? Uh, to beat my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That is my favorite answer. I, I don't care it. who I beat. I don't care if, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. As long as I beat him, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And that's hard. That's really hard. <laughs> it is tough. It's tough yeah. competition. And Um, I really enjoy that they have different classes for different age groups of people. Um, that's what I do like about the IBRA more than the MBHA is you, you don't have that gap. The masters and then you have the adult and then you have the youth, you know, and the MBHA you just have seniors and you know, I mean, any, anything for our age group of people. So that's what I really enjoy about the IBRA. And then, you know, all the shows are fantastic. It's a lot of fun. And, so I, I enjoy the IBRA. I would have to say I agree with all of those things. Well, thank you, Heather, and congratulations again. Thanks. We're here with Holly Withrow, your 2D adult champion on her horse. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, a.k.a. Reese. Um, this is my partner, Crom, so it's a little bit different. A little I'm bit not, different interview. I'm not used to being on this end. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Holly, so tell us a little bit about your season this year. Um, so we got a 
late start. Um, Reese had an injury and we weren't quite sure what was going on, so we were trying to figure that out. So we got a little bit of a late start coming back into the season from spring. So I got to run her, the, uh, Abby already starts in August, so I got to run her in August through that like November. And then coming back, I think that we started running again in June. Um, she just wasn't really fired and something wasn't right. Um, so I actually ended up having to retire her for about the last two months of the Aviary season. Um, and I got to step on to my new horse, JRF Firewater Bernice, um, otherwise known as Bernice. So she helped um, win this championship. And it was just a, it was a end of a chapter and a beginning of a new chapter. Yeah, it's been really fun. Bittersweet, I think, would be a good way to describe that. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about Reese. Reese is 19 this year. Um, I can't believe how old she is. She is just my heart horse. There is not a horse that could fit me any better. She fits me like a glove. Um, she is quirky and she has some spiciness in there if she wants to, um, but she's just my favorite horse. So, um, tell us a little bit about your goals this year for the new horse. My goals this year is for me, myself, personally, to step up. Bernice is not seasoned completely, and she means that. She has the ability and has the talent, but I have to step up to get her there. So, that is my main goal this year. A secondary goal is to become confident at big shows like I used to be. So, we have a couple um, more big shows on our list this year than we typically do. Cool. So last question, um, what's your favorite thing about the IBRA? My favorite thing about the IBRA is that Ashley Skaggs is our state director. She does a phenomenal job. I don't think that there is anyone else that would do a better job. And she is truly there for first and better. And I really appreciate that about the IBRA and about West Virginia IBRA itself. Yep, me too. All right, well, good luck this year. And thank you for talking to us. Thanks. We're here with Ruby McNeely. She's your 2D and 3D youth champion on her horses, Missy and Rowan. How are you, Ruby? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, tell us a little bit about your year. It was really good. We have these mess up sometimes, but they're good. And my horses, I couldn't do it without them. That's good. Well, tell us a little bit about your horses. Um, I didn't... It was a mess up. I started with Rowan. He didn't really want to work with anybody, and I, he finally found a person that he wants to work with. Oh, so that's cool. He's up and doing good now, so good. Let's that. And then Missy, um, I got her right about the middle of the year, and she is doing amazing with me and everything else. So I hope she's doing amazing. So. Good. Well, tell us some of your goals for this year. I'm just hoping I can get rid of one of my horses and get another better one. And Want to step up this year? Yeah. Cool. I just hope I can this year and step up on one of my horses. Awesome. That's cool. So what's your favorite thing about the IBRA? Um, I don't really know very much, but it's really fun to do. Also. With your friends? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Friends get to come and everything else, but yeah. it's amazing. Well, good. Well, thank you for interviewing with us, and good luck this year. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God.
guys, we are here with Lacey Cole, the Open 3D champion on her horse Lux. Lacey, tell us a little bit about your horse. Um, she's really feisty. She has a lot of attitude. And she can be really sweet at times. Awesome. And how long have you been running her, Lacey? I've had her for two years now. So what are some of your goals for this year, for 2024? Getting her calmed down in the alleyway and really responsive with me and probably getting tighter barrels and really broadening her good. She's a really nice horse and those are some really good goals. Um, so tell us your favorite thing about Aviare, Lacey. My favorite thing about Aviare is probably Nobody really in RBRA like goes against you. Everybody's just kind of one big like family, and everybody roots for everybody. It's just a really positive environment. I have to agree with that. I think that's yeah. something really good to point out about RBRA and something that we hear often. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lacey, and congratulations. Thank you. Hey guys, we're here with Sarah Woodson, your 3D Masters Champion on her horse, Hello Royal Bullion. How are you, Sarah? Good. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your year this year. Um, I, I really enjoyed this year because it's the first one I've had where I made it through the whole season on the same horse doing because I had the horse that we had to put down. And then two years ago, I got Darcy, who's Hello Royal Bullion. And obviously our first season was just trying to get to know each other and figure each other out. And so then this year, just getting to go through the whole season and make it to enough shows that to place decently, right. that was just a huge accomplishment in and of itself. Right. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your horse. Uh, I've had her for basically exactly two years now. And uh, she's a quarter horse. She's run and bred turns into a runaway train on me <laughs> if I let her it's a very she's a very thrilling ride <laughs> and she's, she's big too right she's huge. I was gonna say she looks big and long she's huge and yeah. it took a lot of adjustment starting to ride her I bet were you on a smaller horse mm -hmm. before yes yes those big horses so, and that big stride and I felt launched into space every time <laughs> she would try it I was like I it, it took me a long time yeah. to figure it out but she's she's great to ride good so tell us, um, what are some of the goals you have set for this year? This year, oddly enough, I'm stepping back a bit. Um, I was pretty worn out after this last year, and so I think I'm doing more trail riding, and I'm going to let Susanna take the reins on Darcy a little bit more. She rides her really well. Um, she's practiced on her down at Shawn's Barn. They've had some amazing runs down there. Cool. I'm interested to see if she can translate that to competition in the arena. Yeah. Um, but she's a little more confident with the speed than I am, and right. they're clicking really well. So I think I'm going to kind of, I'm going to kind of kick back and, and see where they go. Well, cool. We're excited to watch that. That'll be fun. So, um, last question: What is your favorite thing about the IBRA? IBRA, oddly enough, probably for me is um, the fact that they sanction the saddle series at the ranch mm -hmm. because it's it's a consistent place for us to get to. Yep. We live so far out. The boonies in Greenbrier County that a lot of the other shows it's hard for us to get to. Really far. Exactly. And so knowing that the show will go on despite weather and we can consistently.
consistently That's come nice. here. It, it actually helps us out a lot yes, no to doubt. actually be able to make the shows. Yes. Well, thank you very much, and good luck this year. Thank you. We're here with Sue Johnson, your 2D Masters and 4D Open champion. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Hey, tell us a little bit about your season. Oh my gosh. It was, uh, it was really good. Better than I expected. Um, I had more fun than I thought I would. <laughs> That's good. Um, it was, I was scared half to death most of the time, <laughs> but gosh, that horse is consistent. <laughs> she is. And speaking of her, um, Double Lena Gold is her name. Um, tell us a little bit about her. She is, uh, I think she's eight years old this year. I got her as a four-year-old. Um, she literally walked, trotted, and you could not get her to lope in a very large arena. That was it. That, nothing else. She had no steering, but, <laughs> but she's come a long and way. And so you started her on the pattern yourself? Yeah, isn't that a great idea? Have <laughs> well, me start a barrel horse. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you've done a really good job with her. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about your goals for 2024. Uh, do better. Be better. Um, I just want to be better. Good. I want to go faster. Yeah, there you go. That's not something you would have said last you year. Yeah, you didn't think you'd hear that one, did you? I want to be faster. Yeah. All right. Well, tell us what is your one of your favorite things about the IBRA? Um, that they will sanction so many shows instead of just one here, one there. They. I mean, almost every show you go to is IBRA sanctioned. Right. So that's awesome. Lots of options. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sue, very much, and good luck this year. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. We are here with photographer Kaylee Gresh and our good friend. Kaylee, how are you doing? Good. So thank you so much for coming all the way down here to West Virginia. <laughs> I have to ask for our listeners, what makes you want to come all the way here? So I started coming down here in 2019. Um, Ashley Skaggs actually reached out to me. Um, you guys down here are definitely a different breed of people. Uh, you guys are so nice and kind and have always been big supporters of me. So that's what kind of keeps drawing me back down to this area. Awesome. I think that's a pretty good representation of the people that we have down here. And that's something that we've consistently heard across interviews today is... The, the atmosphere and the camaraderie and all of that. So, how long have you been taking pictures and what got you into photography specifically for equines? So, I started 10 years ago with my sister playing sports in high school. And then I got started in equine photography when I bought my horse eight years ago. Nine years will be this year. Um, and I have a whole bunch of friends that do equestrian events. So, I was like, okay, basketball isn't too much different than. Horse sports, right? It's all motion. So I just kind of started building from there. And then over the last probably five to six years, I've just kind of built on teaching myself, learning from mentors, anything that I can to teach myself into the equestrian sports on that aspect. Awesome. Well, you are definitely my favorite photographer and your pictures are always awesome. So everyone make sure that you go and support her. She comes all the way down here to take pictures for us. So Kaylee, tell them how they can find their pictures. So on Facebook, my name is Timeless Treasures Photography. Uh, 
on website is timelesstreasuresphoto.shootproof.com. Um, I shoot not only the IBRA state finals, but also the NBHA state finals as well for down here. Um, you can reach out to me on Facebook, uh, email, messenger, pretty much any way that you want to get a hold of me. I am open for any type of shows, anything like that. So you can get a hold of me on any of those platforms. All right, we are here with West Virginia IBRA South Director Ashley Skaggs. Ashley, we want to first take this opportunity to thank you for everything you have done for us year after year. You have done an amazing job. I know personally the hard work that goes behind the scenes that you do, and it's just amazing that you are willing to volunteer and do this. Um, so thank you from all of us at IBRA South. Thank you all, because I can't do it without you all. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what it takes to put together just the award banquet. Let's start with that, and then we can go into state finals as well. Um, ordering these awards months ago. <laughs> yeah. Figuring out a budget. We have to figure out what our budget is first and then get an idea of um, award cost and um, of course words are costs are changing yearly now with everything else so prices I may have paid the year before are not the same typically right now so um, I always have to ask what are your prices this year and then go from that when we have our budget and then I just have to figure out what we're going to spend and what's in our budget and then make some orders. Um, I typically try to get everything ordered um, and sort it out by November, right after national finals. Give me a month to figure out everything and then get everything ordered and then go from there. So how much in dollars was it just for this banquet? The awards alone were around $20,000. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And so primarily, how do we get those funds? Um, we typically have a fundraiser show. Um, that is incorporated into our double point show, Steve Duckworth Memorial Show. That's usually a, a big hit for us, but unfortunately, we've um, been taken back the last couple of years because of rain and haven't had to be able to do, do it. But um, we were able to do a fundraiser show at Sarah Stafford's. They let us do one there earlier, well, March of last year, thankfully, because our other one got rained out. Um, Hamrick here, I know, does our state finals t-shirts, and uh, that helps us out. Sponsors is a big help out. Um, and then um, Nancy, Grandma Nancy, <laughs> helps us out with a lot of um, getting things to do, raffles and fundraisers and such. Um, it takes uh, a lot of people. It does, it does, and a variety of things, and and need some people with some new ideas because I feel like I'm really bland sometimes and I'm getting old but they're still working so as long as we can generate money and do these things I think it's really nice but sponsors is the main thing if everybody can get a little sponsor that goes a long ways yes yeah. for sure I think it's important for people to realize how important sponsors it are really I think is. you think well a hundred dollars isn't that much but Whenever everybody gives a hundred dollars, it, it's a yes. big difference. It, it really adds up fast, or even fifty dollars, or yes. whatever. You know, it makes a, a big difference. So it's just like every vote counts. Like every sponsorship really does count. And you know, the awards were really, really and nice. I always not try, not trying not to forget it, but it's been a long day. But a lot of people don't realize um, 
the $2 Aubrey fee helps with our awards. Um, we get so much of that. It comes back into our state to help with awards as well. Oh, cool. I bet a lot of people do not realize that. So, so everybody's benefiting from that $2, yes. whether you like paying it or not. You're benefiting yes. from it if you get an award at the end of the year. 50% of it comes back into our own state. So Wow. Yeah. And the 50% that doesn't, talk about the top dogs and the benefits and maybe some of the funds going into that and the jackets that they receive and that type of thing. Yes. Um, that's the cool thing about Abiray that I really think okay. is nice is... Um, Go ahead. It's okay. You can just keep going. Um, the top dog status. So if you are top five in any class or division, you are what they call a top dog. And you, if you want to attend national finals, you are already granted a spot in the short go, no matter how you run in the long goes which is really cool. You, you put in a lot of work, and you're, you basically are in the short go, no matter how your long goes go. So it takes a lot of pressure off, and I think that's a really cool extra incentive to be a top dog. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that sets Abiyari apart, and you don't have to have a wild card. You can, but you don't have to have a wild card to do that if you earn that top five spot, and there's no additional fee for that. Like, that's super nice. Yes, it's really cool. So, talk about state finals, what it takes to put that on, and any insight into that. State finals is a lot of work. (laughs) 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 And every year, once it gets closer, I start fretting and stressing about it. But we always pull it off. There's a lot of upfront planning and getting sponsors and um, a lot of people that work hard all weekend and hard pre and post to make that successful. And I have a a bigger goal for our state finals this year. Um, I want more added money. I want to make it a super show. I want West Virginia um, people to have more money to run at to win. That's awesome. That's a great goal. And to not have to go hours and hours away to win, you know, that kind of money is, is that's yes. a great goal to have. I think our state finals pays out pretty well anyway um, for a show in West Virginia, but I want it to pay out even better. I want people to cash out at the West Virginia state finals. Like, that's a goal. That's awesome. So that means fundraise, get your sponsors. We cannot do that without sponsors. Yes, we cannot pull off state finals without sponsors for state finals. Right. They are very important. That's how we get most of our added money, which goes back into our people. Yep. So how long have you been a director for IBRA? I was a state rep under Laura White for years. Um, I believe it was 2020 or 2021, um, Laura decided to step down and I decided to take it on. And talk about um, what is your favorite part of IBRA or what do you, or a couple things even, that sets IBRA apart? I feel like it has a more personal feel. Shane Klein is, which if, if you don't know, he's the president of IBRA, and 
he's just like you and I, and we can pick up the phone and call him if we have a question or need help with anything. Um, and I feel like all the directors have a really good relationship. You can bounce ideas off each other, and they're all there to help you. And I just feel like it's more personal. And the members are really per- like I just feel like we all we all know each other, and we're all connected. I agree with that. On a national level for national finals, it it even feels like that when you go there. It's not like you're at a national show. It's like you're in your backyard. You're yeah. treated like that, of course, with way fancier shows and awards and it's money and home. that type of thing. Homey. But it is. Yeah, it's not intimidating in, in the least. And so I encourage anybody that hasn't been to try to put that on your goal sheet to make it to national finals at some point. Shane does such a good job with that. But also, I think locally, we have had so many people today in interviews say, like, that was their favorite thing about IBRA, was the feel of it and the friendship, and everybody was for each other. Everybody cheered for you, Mm -hmm. and we had... Yeah, we mm-hmm. can't tell you how many people. That's, that's awesome. when we ask them. That's and I shouldn't leave out Brad at the office because <laughs> yes. he's so awesome. Like, <laughs> I feel like he's the like brains working behind he the scenes, is, and like... he works so hard and like has so much to do. But I can call him at any time, and like, even when I do have to call him or he has to call me about something, like we always laugh about something, and he, you know, it's just a good relationship, and it's just I don't know, it's yep. a feel good thing. Yep, they all do a great job. And I would just like to end this interview with reiterating that that feeling and all of the hard work that goes into this could not be done without Ashley. She's done this year after year. She's been for West Virginia Barrel Racing far before IBRA, and we just want to give her a really big thank you. So thanks, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you. On this month's Driven PCR Spotlight, we are going to hear from Katie Brown, a sponsored rider with Driven PCR for two years now. She's going to give us a little bit of testimony and her experience with the product Restore. Hey, Katie, how are you? Good. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Hey, we just wanted to um, get with you and see if you would give us a a little bit of review on the Restore. We knew that you had used it, and maybe if you wanted to just go in and kind of tell us um, what happened to your horse, and um, we'll go from there. Okay. Well, it started out that I went over to the barn, and um, I looked out in the field, and one of my horses, my gray mare, she literally could not use her back leg, like was on the verge of dragging it. Okay. And um, I went out there to get her traumatized because I'm like, oh, my Lord, she's probably broke her leg or something. You know, horse people, we think the worst (laughs) every single time. Mm -hmm. And I went out there to get her, and I was trying to get her to hold still so I could look to see, like, what was going on. And her leg looks fine. Well, I looked in between her back legs, and um, she had cut herself, like, pretty bad. So I slowly got her back to the barn. And tied her to my hitching post and lifted her leg up to see that she had this, like, T-shaped wound in between her legs on her left, like, I don't even know what you would call it. Like, it's kind of like her butt cheek, but, like, not. (laughs) (laughs) But she had, like, this T-shaped wound, and it looked like something had stabbed up inside of the meat, I guess, and it had, like like, a little sheath over it. And I immediately start freaking out. Mm. And um, I 
I knew I had some Restore, so, and I hadn't got to use it like on a really bad wound yet. So I decided to start the Restore on her wound. And I'm not even joking you. Okay, I started the Restore on day five, okay? So the first couple days I was using some sort of ornament from Tractor Supply and it really wasn't doing anything. Like it wasn't helping, but it wasn't hurting, I guess. So I started the Restore on day five and I'm like, before I started using it, it was, her wound was oozing. It smelled terrible. I mean, like it was getting all in her hair to the point her hair was falling out, you know, the whole ordeal. And within 24 hours of using the Restore, there was no, like, minimal drainage. Like, it wasn't even enough to get in her hair. Um, And I could tell that the rawness from where her hair had fell out was already less irritated and everything just in 24 hours. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It was, like, I was mind blown. Like, not even joking. And so, um, had you used Restore before? Was this your first time? It was my first time using it on something this horrific, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I've used it on little things, little cuts and scrapes and stuff, and it did well. Like, it it helped, but nothing, like, to this extent. This was, like, a pretty bad wound that I was, like, really needing to heal. <laughs> and talk to us a little bit about how it healed visually what you could see did you have to worry about proud flesh or dead skin or anything like that like what did the wound itself look like healing with restore the okay the wound itself like every time I would spray it it would bleed just a a smidge but I never dealt with proud flesh in it um it never like it it's hard to explain it was like immediately started to close up because it was like a hole up inside of the skin and as soon as I started using it the hole started to close and it was like the skin was just slowly every day it would come together there was no proper flesh I mean there was no infection no nastiness coming out of it and um, her wound was gone in exactly 30 days with the restore it's really impressive and it was probably it was probably like a six, seven inch gash. Like it was and it, at least like two to three inches wide. Like it was a pretty big wound. Yeah, I've seen those pictures of it and we'll post those to our Facebook page as well so everyone can see those. Um, but it, it was a pretty big wound. And it's interesting that you say that that hole started to close because Ashley and I have both used it on several of our horses and we've described it that it heals from like the inside out. So it immediately starts filling in that and it fills it in with healthy tissue. Like it's pink and like just really, really healthy tissue. So I've worked in the veterinary industry for 10 years and out of all of the wind things that we use, Manuka honey and silver and all of those things, um, which some of those are in this product. And one of the reasons I think it makes it so great, um, but out of using all of those, it's definitely my favorite as well. Yes, I totally agree. Like, it will, it's definitely the first thing I reach for for anything, any kind of wound, scrape, abrasion, anything. I, I reach for my restore 100%. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. We like I said, we've I I, I think it's interesting because as it closes the hole, it actually it's almost like you can see the tissue, um, the healthy tissue like forming. But and I I feel like to me on my wound, like every two days, it looked like you were seeing like it looked different like every two days you would go out and I felt like it was smaller or you know whatever so it's it's crazy how quickly it works I had a wound actually it's been I think almost two years ago now maybe like a year and a half I'm not sure it's before restore actually officially came out and was released I had a test bottle of it that Scott had given me and I had forgotten about it and Bernice got like a really really deep cut and for three weeks I kept trying to get it to heal and close over and it was like really deep and wasn't and was getting nasty and wasn't healing and then one day I was like going through my box to get brushes and I was gonna brush her off and I saw that and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about this. And so I just started spraying it on there. And like immediately, I mean, like you guys said, within a couple of days, I could see a, a huge difference. So. For sure. I totally agree because I, I'm not even lying. I was mind blown by even 24 hours of just the lessage of drainage even because it was just so nasty. And, you know, you rinse it off and I sprayed it and put her in her stall and then you know, the next day I was like, where's the drainage? Like it was completely gone. I was like, there's no way. Like, did somebody come in here and spray my horse off and do her while I wasn't here or something? I was <laughs> like, there's no way it is done this good in 24 hours. But it was crazy. I, I was mind blown by it. Yes, we are too. I'm, I feel like I'm not overly impressed with stuff. Like, I think, you know, like there's several things that do work. I mean, whether it's yes. slow or, or whatever, but um, that that stuff is, I like to call it magic water because I feel it like is. it just, it kind of just looks like water whenever you, like you don't actually feel like you're doing anything when you use it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you spray it and it's just like, it really is just like spraying water and yeah. it's crazy. Um, I probably wasted a little bit the first few times I like the first few days. Because you used so much because you were afraid you weren't. Yeah, because I was like, so, I'm not yeah. using enough of this stuff. There's no way this is gonna make a difference, and then it does. So yeah, I always I just call it magic water now because <laughs> because it's so impressive, um, but it's it's definitely good stuff. Well, I agree. I'll definitely tell everybody about it. <laughs> Yes, we do too. I think everybody needs it in their um in your your medicine kit. You just never know when you're going to use it and if you use it from the beginning, you'll be healed. I I really think like days quicker. I mean, yeah. Oh, for sure. Maybe weeks if it's a really bad wound. For sure. Yep. So, I think weeks definitely. I've dealt with quite a few deep nasty wounds and I wish that I would have had it for the majority of them. Yes. Um, not it's like I'm welping, welcoming any to come home. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. But. All right. Even, the, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> With her even, I had two different vets tell me that she would need stitches. And I ended up not doing the stitches just to let it drain. I was hoping that because the hole and stuff and... So, I mean, two two different vets was like, you, she might need stitches. And I was like, well, 
let me try this spray first and and honestly in that area i mean i'm not a vet but like that's a high motion area that would have been hard yes, and high rubbing friction. together yeah. and everything yep so i was like eh, i don't know about the stitches part but i was like let's just see how this does first and you can tell by the photos that it i was i was amazed because i was expecting that wound to last months like a long time for it to it to get better and i I mean it was nothing in 30 days with restore so yeah very cool well katie um thank you again so much for coming on and talking to us about driven restore like we said listeners um follow along on our facebook page and we will post those photos for you guys to look at thanks for listening to our podcast where we're not so rich not so famous but but we're we're all all trying trying to be. be